0: good morning everyone and welcome back to another morning with the masters where we devote ourselves to the lord daily with you
1: good morning you guys
0: we are picking up with day four of our cultivate joy devotional in the bible app there's a link to that in the description of the podcast if you guys want to follow along with us and we've really been enjoying this one so if you miss the weekend's devotionals be sure to go listen to those Mm because it's fire absolutely Anyways, I'm going to read the <laughs> scripture and then Tori's going to pick it with the Devo. Let's do it. The scripture is James chapter 1 verses two through four. and it says this: "Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is being tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, You will be perfect and complete, needing nothing.
1: The devotional says, Even though joy is a fruit of the Spirit, at times the tree can seem a little bare. Where do we find joy when it seems there's no joy to be had? These are the times when the difference between joy and happiness becomes clear. Consider the irony of James 1 verses 2-4 through when it comes to having joy. James tells us that we should think of trials as joy. Really? Are these the words of someone who has lost touch with reality? Someone who has a warped sense of what joy is all about? Hardly. As someone who gave his life for the gospel, James knows a thing or two about trials. And yet he encourages his readers to regard them as joy. Why? What is the connection? According to James, trials bring joy because they test our faith. What is joyful about that? Isn't there a more pleasant way to find joy? In James' mind, it's not the testing that's joyful. It's the steadfastness that results. This brings us back to the prayer we prayed earlier for deep roots. Ironically, the same forces that threaten to uproot us are also the ones that drive us deeper. The key is in how we respond. If we choose to give up and give in, we will be swept away by the next forceful gust of adversity. But if instead we choose to dig in rather than give in, we will find that those winds only make us cling to our faith more tightly. And just as a muscle gets stronger with exercise, so our faith gets stronger through trials. This is where the joy comes from. The deeper the faith, the stronger the joy. And like roots, this joy is hidden on the inside, but revealed by what happens on the outside. The tallest trees have the deepest roots. We can be sure that if the Lord is testing our faith through trials, He is building us into something that over time will be able to withstand even the strongest winds. The ultimate goal? that we may be perfect and complete, that we may be whole, and nothing brings joy quite like that.
0: I love this one. Me too. It's so needed for us because I think we're always, and this is me, right? We're always trying to escape pain, and we're always trying to escape discomfort, and we're always trying to escape those bad feelings that we have. Right. For example, if we feel lonely, what do we do? Go text a thousand people, right? Whenever we feel like we're not doing good enough, what do we do? We stay up all night working harder. Mm -hmm. Like we're always trying to fill different little voids with things that from a worldly perspective works. Yeah. But what I love about what James is saying is that whenever you're being pressed, and whatever it's pressing you, like we all have our own struggles. Right. You can see what you're truly made of. Yes. And that for me, I always take joy in that Mm -hmm. because even though it may really be hard what I'm going through. Yeah. If I run to the Lord, I can see, wow, right. My faith is truly in him. Right. But if I run to the world, yeah. I can see, oh, this is something I need to work on. Yeah. This is something, oh, wow. Okay, that's what's really going through my mind right now. Like yeah. I say, Lord, Lord, I love you. But yeah. my heart and my actions actually say, Lord, like I love you, but I also love this a lot more too. Yeah, And I just really love that when we are getting pressed, it's a chance to grow in that endurance. And, yeah. and it's like, I just think of this like little kid who is going to slide down a slide, mm-hmm. but they look to their father to say, am I going to be okay? Yeah. Am I going to be safe going down the slide? Yeah. And when their dad looks at them and says yes, then the child now has yeah. confidence. And right. I feel like for us, as we're going through hard times, what yeah. comes out of that? Are we looking at God saying, am I going to be okay? Right. And when he says yes, we now have confidence in that thing that once scared us yeah. now has lost its sting because we right. looked to our father to make sure we're going to be okay.
1: Yeah, that's so good. It just reminds me that this is not the end of your story because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of times when we're going through trials and tribulations and hard seasons, we feel like we're going to be stuck there forever and we don't have that eternal perspective, that divine perspective that this really is just a season in our lives, like a a pinpoint in time. And so I think what I'm thinking of in James's perspective is God looking down on our season and said and saying like, consider this joy because as you walk through this season, there is something greater on the other side. And that is our endurance. Like that doesn't mean that the situation is just going to like dissipate and disappear, but it means through it, what's cultivated in us, what we learn in the waiting, in the trial is going to help us become a better version of ourselves on the other side of it. And I just can't stop thinking of that line. Like this is not the end of your story if you're going through that season. Because especially with Chad and I, like in this season that we're in right now, I just had a moment earlier where I'm like, wow, Lord, we're on the other side of so many prayers currently. And I can't even express my gratitude for being in this moment that we're in right now. But a year ago, it's not how I felt like there was so much going on where we were hoping for a child and hoping to get into this home. And there was so much uncertainty and unknown and fear and worry and angst and anxiety that went along with all of it. But it produced so much in us in that season that now I wouldn't take it back. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And it's what James was saying in chapter four, when he says like, why do you worry about tomorrow? Your life is but a vapor. Yeah. It's here one moment and then gone. Yeah. But that's not like depressing. Yeah. That's saying we have eternity with Christ.
1: Right. Exactly. And so
0: there's a lot we can pull from in this devotional.
1: Yeah. So good.
0: You ready to pray? Send help.
1: I am. Dear heavenly father, Lord, we thank you for this reminder today that, whatever season we might be in right now, Lord, that this is not the end of our story, Lord, that this is just a chapter in the book that you are authoring, that we try to steal the pen from you so often, Lord, but would we release that today? Would we give it all back to you? Would we remember that our future is in your hands and that every single day we can choose to cultivate joy inside of our lives that we won't run to temporary things to bring us happiness but that we will remember that your joy is a fruit of the spirit so we just need to press in press into you press into your word press into the presence of the holy spirit inside of us lord so that we can walk out that fruit even on our hardest days in jesus name amen
0: Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. When I was at perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord.
1: Yes. And y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece.
0: And don't forget we love you.
1: We love you guys. And we'll be talking to you tomorrow.
0: Tot scenes.